Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Tonight's first guest of the evening is a friend of the show. He's the host of the show Sports Dudes, or the co-host, I should say, with our friend Nick, and that is Mr. James Selliston. How are you doing on this fine Friday evening? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Madison? I'm good, all right. I remember last summer we did Kevin Durant trades, and I believe... We had the Phoenix Suns written down as a possible destination. So tonight, we're going to do Dame Lillard trades, and they're in random order, no alphabetical order, just random teams in random order, And because I like proposing trades, and I like to agree to disagree sometimes on some of these. So we're going to start with the team that is most likely to land Lillard, and that is the Miami Heat. And this is a proposed three-way deal, so hear me out, James. Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic to the Miami Heat. The Brooklyn Nets get Tyler Harrow and Kevin Knox and maybe a future second. We could just put this future second aside. Portland, Cam Thomas, 2025 Suns pick, 2029 Mavs pick, 2027 Heat pick, 2029 Heat pick, Noah Clowney, um, Hamai Hakez, and Nikola Jovic. I know it's a lot. For Portland to get back, but it's Damian Lillard we're talking about. Who says yes? Who says no? And it's three teams to evaluate here. So the three teams are Portland, um, Miami, and who was the third team? Brooklyn, who I have getting Tyler Harrow, Kevin Knox in the trade, and maybe throw in a second round pick too to sweeten it up a little bit. Um, I think Miami says yes. I say Portland says yes, but I don't know if Brooklyn says yes because if I'm Brooklyn, yes, Tyler Hill is great and he, he adds a, a, a dynamic along with um, Miles, um, no, not Miles, Mikel Bridges, sorry, Mikel Bridges, but I think Brooklyn's going to want a little bit more draft assets because if you remember um, the old Durant and Harden, they want to get some more draft assets. So two out of three says yes. If you can throw in another pick, I think Brooklyn would agree. It's almost agreeable. You just got to throw in another pick, and then I think Brooklyn would agree. Okay, I would say yes, Miami, yes, Portland, no Brooklyn as well because of the extra pick. But let's say if I moved the 2029 Heat pick to Brooklyn in the deal, and I still think there's a chance Portland says yes to that because Portland still gets the Mavs pick which um, Brooklyn got in the Irving deal. The Suns pick, which Brooklyn got in the Durant deal. 2027 Heat pick, and then all those young guys that were just drafted from Brooklyn and Miami. So I still think Portland would say yes, even if I threw, say, the 2029 Heat pick in with Brooklyn. If you threw, the, if you threw that to Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn might, might consider because now you're getting, because at least they're getting a first round pick back into it. Because I think if you added that, I think Brooklyn would probably incline to do it. Um, the reason, but like, and, and it's hard for them because they're going to try to offset Ben Simmons, but no one is taking Ben Simmons and no one is touching that contract. This is probably the best that Brooklyn can do. Oh, I didn't even throw Ben Simmons in into the fake trade. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't do that. That's a good catch. I forgot about him. That's terrible that I forgot about Ben Simmons and his 
onerous contract. That's how irrelevant he has become. Oh my god. Yeah, and if I'm Portland, I would take a chance on Ben Simmons because you never know, smaller market. I feel like there was too much pressure on Ben Simmons in Brooklyn in a weird way because he was the key piece back in the Harden deal. And yes, the Nets are not the Knicks, but there's still like expectations with the Brooklyn Nets. So there was pressure on Ben Simmons. So putting him with Scoot Henderson, and Ben doesn't even even have to be the best guy on the team because... I think Scoot is going to be really good right away. Um, I agree, and also because with Ben Simmons, you have to think of it this way: it's that even though people gotta understand, even though like teams like Brooklyn and the Islanders and all those secondary teams, they may not be the pressure as the Heritage team, but it's still New York, and there's still expectations. Even though Brooklyn is not the next, it's still New York. You put out there in the Northwest, I think there's a chance he could probably revitalize his career because there's nothing really to do out in Portland, and I think he could probably focus more on basketball. Exactly, yeah. So I regret not putting Ben Simmons in that trade. So that's a really good point by you. Okay, I have another trade involving Brooklyn and Portland. It's just the, the two teams, and guess what? Ben Simmons is not in the deal either. So... It's the same trade a little bit, but there's different things going back to Portland. And it's, um, Miami's not in this. So Brooklyn gets Dame Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic. Portland gets Cam Thomas, 2025 Suns pick, 2029 Mavs pick, 2027 Rockets pick swap. So that, so Portland would get the rights to swap with the Rockets. 2028 Suns drop, so Portland would get the rights to swap with the Suns. And I love pick swaps, by the way, in trades. They're sneaky good. In terms of trades. And 2028, Nets first rounder. I think that's a win-win for both. Uh, It's a a win-win for both because you're going to put Portland, you're going to put Dane Litter alongside Mikel Bridges. And now what you're doing is, you know, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're expanding the rebuild in Portland. And now you're adding a lot of draft assets. Um... And I do think Cam, people be underrating. Cam Thomas is a sneaky good player if he gets some playing time. So I think it's a win-win for both. Portland gets the, gets the draft assets they need. They get a nice young player in Cam Thomas because, cause, you know, he's going to play alongside Scoot Henderson. Um, I like it. Yeah, and there's a straight-up trade that I'm going to present to you coming up in a little bit. Like, player for player, straight up. It's just star for star. I'm not going to give it away yet. But it's a fun one, which I'll get to, because on the on the idea that Portland might be good right away with Scoot. But here's an interesting one. The Minnesota Timberwolves get Damian Lillard. The Portland Trailblazers get Carl Anthony Towns, Leonard Miller, Jalen Noel, and the 2031 first round pick. Who says yes and who says no? Minnesota says yes, Portland says no. I would agree with that, 100%. Like it's 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 a no for multiple reasons. The first reason being is that I, I don't think Carl Anthony Towns is as good as they say it is, and I know there was rumors that the Knicks were interested. I'm so glad the Knicks are not interested in him. 
that contract is erroneous. Carl Anthony Towns is not that guy. And I don't think that's nearly enough for a player as Dame Litter. And there's, there's not enough draft equity for Dame Litter. So Portland's going to say no. Minnesota would say yes because they would offload that contract. And you'll have Dame Litter here. The only problem for Minnesota is you have Dame Litter. And I mean, no, I mean, you have Anthony Edwards. So you, you have a nice um, backcourt, but they'll probably have to add a little bit more size. But. I do think, though, that Minnesota would say yes to offload that contract of Towns, but Portland would say no because they're not, because A, Towns, no, and B, that's not nearly enough draft equity that Portland needs to speed the rebuild. Sorry, the rebuild. Right, and I thought about this. Um, What if it was a three-teamer with Brooklyn, and maybe Brooklyn got Towns, Portland would take on Ben Simmons, and obviously Minnesota takes on, or I'm sorry, maybe Brooklyn takes on Yurkic, and maybe like Nick Claxton is somehow in that trade in a weird way going to Portland. Imagine if they threw Nick Claxton in a potential Lillard deal. <laughs> oh my God, that would be Nick Claxton. <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm still, I still think that's not enough draft equity. So I still think that wouldn't be enough. Portland needs draft. People have said Portland needs draft equity. They're gonna need they're gonna need some some draft equity. So that's that's still not enough. You gotta throw in some picks. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to throw out like a potential three wayer with Brooklyn that didn't make the list. That just randomly thought about it on the spot. Alright, here's the straight up for straight up one. With the assumption that Scoot might be really good right away. And there, he say as good as say John Morant was in John Morant's second or third year, maybe down the road a little bit, maybe even in year two. Damian Lillard for Anthony Davis. Who says no? Portland. <laughs> I think so too. But it's interesting, right? That, 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 listen, you put Dame Lillard with LeBron James. LeBron James would be ecstatic, and then you'll figure out, you know, you'll figure out the other parts later. But Portland would say no, like uh, no. And plus, Davis, unfortunately, with his injury history, I don't think Portland would take a chance. Even though you, if a, hel- a healthy Anthony Davis with a West School Edison would be very intriguing, that'll make Portland a very interesting team, especially in the in the in a competitive Western Conference. That would be interesting, but still no. Okay, yeah, and I think there's a chance the Lakers will probably say yes to that because I still think Lillard's a better player than AD, but it's close. But it's just a fun trade to think about, right? It's it's a very close trade. It's not like one of those trades where you can just scoff off. This is a it's a very intriguing trade, like a straight up trade. That that would be intriguing because if Scoot is as good. As, as, like, say, John Morant is, then that would be interesting because then Portland could, um, could, could, be, could, could be competitive. Yeah, I think Portland could be competitive. Not, I don't think they're going to be competitive right away. Maybe, like, two years from now, like how Memphis got good, like, two years after they drafted Ja. I believe it was 2021 yeah. the first time they made the postseason with Ja Morant. Am I correct? Yes, yes, you are correct. It was uh, it was not Jaws' rookie year. It was his second. It year. It was his second um, year. 
it was second year. Ironically, that was the same time that our, our RJ Barrett also made the playoffs in the second year. That's so, yes, right. RJ Barrett also made the some nuggets. Didn't Zion make the playoffs that year too? Zion made the playoffs that year as well. All three made the playoffs, but so far the only two of the draft class that made further the big three is RJ and Ja because they both made the second rounds. That's right. So, and Zion never, never won. Zion never won a playoff series. Right, and you know what? It's funny. I should have included um, New Orleans in my Lillard trades, but. I didn't even think about that because I've seen people like report or not report, but like make up fake trades with Portland and New Orleans with Ingram going to Portland and Dame going to New Orleans. And it would be Ingram and a couple of the Bucks picks from the uh, holiday deal and a couple of other future picks that they would have maybe. I don't know if the Davis trade is done yet, but they might have a Laker pick still coming. Like that's just a fun trade that I didn't even think about. They, I feel they, bad for they, not including they, they that. Have, they have two more. They got two more. They got two more from the Lakers pick, and they're done with that. Okay, I wasn't sure about that because one because one, one of them is a pick swap. Yes, one of them is a pick swap, which is very interesting. So we gotta keep our eye on that one in the future in terms of a sexy trade asset down the road for somebody. Because, I, like I said, I love pick swaps. And I love when teams trade, like, the the rights to a pick swap. I know our Knicks did it, like, a couple years ago in the uh, Bargnani trade, which turned out to be a disaster. That's another podcast for another day. And, and, and don't forget, don't forget, um, there was a pick swap in the Mellow trade, which landed Jamal Murray with Denver. Yeah, and that, that was the pick swap with... And it's funny because it was the pick swap with the Mellow Knicks trade, but they traded the other the, the rights to the pick swap or whatever to yeah. um, uh, Toronto in the Bargnani to trade. Toronto in the Bargnani trade, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's why like, I think about that all the time. Like, you got to be careful with the pick swaps. It's just interesting when teams trade, like, the pick swap rights. Like, I had in my uh, proposed um, Miami and. Uh, Brooklyn trades for Dame. So that's just a fun like little subplot to think about going forward with these uh potential pick swaps in these trades. Um love all right. Pick swaps, Madison. Love pick swaps. Love pick swaps. Yep, and there's another one coming in this proposed trade for Damian Lillard. Alright, there's a star player involved in this one. Be prepared. Okay. Alright. Damian Lillard for Paul George. 2028 Clipper first, 2026 Oklahoma City swap. So the the right with OKC would have to write the swap with, in theory, Portland, I guess. So um, yes. that would be um really, really interesting trade. So Paul George, 2028 Clipper first, 2026 OKC pick swap. The rights to swap the picks with the Thunder. And this is, like I said, like put Paul George with Scoot and maybe like – Two three years from now, you have a contender. Mm. Uh, Clippers would definitely say yes. A, a healthy Damian Lillard with Kawhi Leonard would would make would make the Clippers a very very fun team because I I do love me some Ty Lue. I don't know if Portland would say yes because yeah the pick swaps would be great but is Paul jo- like Paul George is another person that if he stays healthy if he stays healthy so. I'm unsure if Portland would say yes. 
Yeah, that is an interesting one. I think for this one, the Clips would say yes, but Portland would say no. And pretty much every trade we I put down, I agree with you. I agree with you on the Davis-Lillard thing, how Portland, I think, would say no. The Port- the Brooklyn-Portland trade by themselves, I'd say both teams say yes. All right, the Clippers are involved in this one, too. It's a three-teamer. Okay. Damian Lillard lands with the Philadelphia 76ers. Ooh. James Harden to the Clippers with Lewis King as, like, a throw-in in the deal. He's a, a young player on the Sixers. Portland gets 2029 Sixers first. 2026 OKC swap, 2031 76ers first, 2028 Clipper first, Furkan Korkmaz as a throw-in, and Traquavion Smith, the former NC State guard, as a throw-in. I think all three teams say yes here because Clippers get Harden, and they don't have to give up PG and Kawhi. Philly gets Dame, doesn't have to give up Maxi, and then Portland's the interesting one. Maybe they demand Maxi, but I think Daryl Morey is committed to keeping him. So, James Harden's the price to give up for Dame Lillard for Philly. I think all teams say yes. Isn't that a great trade? It's it's one of those trades where I can't see the problem with it. I mean, yes, yes, I do think Portland will probably make a push for Maxie because obviously, you know, Maxie is, is really good and... And it's funny because he was on that same squad as our Emmanuel quickly. But, man, I I, I really think all teams say yeah. This is one of those trades where I, I see nothing wrong. I feel like everyone gets, everyone gets what they deserve. Exactly. And then you have, like, the OKC swap in there. You never know if the 2031 Sixers first. Maybe Joel Embiid's on a different team by then. Who knows? And then that Clippers and first could be attractive next. as well. Keep an eye on the Knicks, Madison. Oh, yeah, baby. Hell, yeah. Keep an eye. Oh, yeah. You know I'm rooting for that. Oh, I mean, we're Knicks fans. Of course we're rooting for that. Like, keep an eye. I mean, this is as healthy as the Knicks have been. And this is one of those years that if Tom Thibodeau does it, you know, has a down year, they could get a coach that Joel Embiid likes, and the Knicks have a lot of draft assets. A lot of young players. Ah, uh, keep an eye. Keep an eye. Who knows where Joel Embiid could be? There's a couple other guys I have for this non- this uh, Knicks thing coming up. Joel's one of them, but we'll save that for when we're done with the trades. Because I, I have some thoughts. Go ahead. All right. The next team is a team that nobody has talked about in the Damian Lillard sweepstakes but it's just a fun team to throw out because they're an up-and-coming team in the eastern conference that has all their draft capital and that is the orlando magic oh (laughs) i'm laughing because i i don't think you were expecting this one i was i was not expecting orlando but i am curious i do like pablo ben caro i think the kid studs on that team who's really up and coming um I'm intrigued. Okay, let's let's hear it. Let's hear the magic. The magic or not, the magic actually was very competitive last year, and they played a lot of the top teams tough. So that is a good thought. So I know they beat the Knicks at the Garden last year. Of course, the the Magic are like I I respected that Magic team last year. Like I know the Knicks they, they lost a few games Bucks. to them, but I was like, the oh, Bucks. the Magic are not that bad. They're not as bad as they used to be. 
they beat the Bucks, they beat the Knicks, they beat the uh, they beat the Sixers. They're, they're not as they're not. They beat the Heat twice. They did they're beat the Heat. I was just gonna mention that. They're not as bad as people think they are. But let, let, let's hear this trade proposal. All right, Lillard and Nurkic going to Orlando. Nurkic is the price you got to take to. Uh, Oh, and I regret not throwing Nurkic in that into Philly or uh, Clippers in that other trade, but oh well. Um, so Lillard and Nurkic to Orlando. Portland gets Jed Howard, Gary Harris, Mo Wagner, not Franz Wagner, Mo Wagner. Franz Wagner's the better Wagner. 2024 first, 2025 Denver first, which Orlando has in the Gordon trade. 2026 first, 2028 first, 2030 first. I think both say yes. This is another win-win, Madison. They get Portland gets a lot of nice young players. They get they get Portland gets a young players, b draft assets, c Gary Harris, like Gary Harris, and like, even though it, uh, even though even though they didn't get the better Wagner, the other Wagner is still decent. I think it's a win-win, and if you put you put Damian Lillard, Pablo Bancaro, and Suggs. I'm telling you, Madison. Orlando is on the come up. Orlando's about to have some nice years since the uh, the Dwight Howard years. Yeah, and I think Orlando, even if they, um, even if they like stay a status quo going into next year, I think they're in play for the play in next year. I really believe that. Spoiler alert, I have um, the Magic as, as one of my teams in the play-in. They're one of my surprise teams. They're going to be in the play-in this year. My I'm focus. not quite there yet in terms of who I'm going to pick, but I'm considering them. I'll put it that way. Them and Indiana are two teams in consideration. I was exactly about to say that. I was about to say Indiana. Indiana's another team to keep an eye on. And another team, don't laugh. Don't laugh, James. I think Detroit has to be in there if Kate's healthy. No, 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 no. If, if, if Chet is healthy, I don't consider them as well. I think if Cade's healthy, they have to be considered. I think the worst team in the East right now is probably the Wizards. But even the Wizards aren't that terrible. Actually, no, that's a lie. Charlotte's pretty bad. Char- Charlotte's going to be bad. Um, I do think the top six are going to be the top six. I think the, um, the playing is going to be a little bit intriguing, but I do have the top six as your standard. I don't think the Knicks will be in the playoffs. I think the Cavs will be in the playoffs. But after that, all the teams you may mention have a shot to play because the East is not the least. Is not the least. The East is the least. Oh, the East is very good. And I think the only two teams that I would say def- or not definitely not, but like probably not making the uh, play-in or playoffs is or- uh, not Orlando, Washington and Charlotte. Those are, those are the two bad teams. Um, but yes, I do agree. But let's see what what other trade proposals we have. Miami, uh, Orlando's a good one. I don't know if I don't know if Dame wants to go to Orlando, but Orlando is not a team that I would sneeze at. I think if you put Dame Litter in Orlando, I think that's a very competitive team, and they can have a shot at the playoffs. Absolutely. All right, one more trade for you. This is kind of um, outside the box a little bit. Although I did hear this team has like a dark horse. Dame destination if this team is willing to uh, kind of shake things up a little bit. The Milwaukee Bucks get Dame Willard. And going back to Portland, Drew Holiday, 2026 Pelican swap. So the right to swap with the Pelicans from the other Drew Holiday trade. And the Bucks 2028 own pick. I think Milwaukee 
I kind of think it's a no-no, but at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked if Milwaukee said yes. It's um, Portland definitely saying no. Um, I think Milwaukee, I'm going to say Milwaukee would say yes, and this is my reason why. You gotta look at Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's another star I would keep an eye on because he has not signed the extension yet. And number two is he's he's another person that's being very uh, disgruntled with how he may not say it, but he's also a team that he's also a person that's getting very disgruntled. Yes, they had that championship, but you know they got embarrassed by me being the number one overall seed, losing to Miami. They just fired Bootenholzer. They have a new coach. And this is kind of pressure on the front office to keep Giannis happy because you don't know what Gian, you don't know what plans Giannis has. So they have to keep Giannis happy. And I don't know if these these cast of characters, because Milwaukee's essentially running it back. I don't know if running it back means that they're going to have different results. So I think Milwaukee would be inclined to say yes, but again. I can also see them saying no because you're also losing depth as well. Yes, I'm going no, no on that one because of potential Giannis insurance. Because say they get Dame and it doesn't work out and you trade a couple picks and um, Giannis walks as a free agent or or maybe you could just make up the pick equity by trading Giannis. But um, you never know with that. But I'm going to go no, no on that one. Speaking of Giannis... We mentioned Joel Embiid earlier, too. Those who have that thing in common where they might be disgruntled down the road. Our beloved New York Knicks are looking for a star to acquire. Those two are the one and two dream guys on my list in terms of top-tier guys that they could potentially land within the next 12 to 18 months, if not sooner than that. But you never know these kinds of things. But I'm being realistically saying... 12 to 18 months. You said we have the assets, which is true. We have a lot of assets that we could offer to um, to um, Milwaukee and the Philadelphia, respectively. Is there another star you're willing to put on that list? Because I have one more guy I'm willing to throw on in on that dream list. I have a couple. Um, Giannis is one, and Bede is another one. I have Luka Doncic as another one. Yes. And the reason I have Luka Doncic is because he does, he misses playing with Jalen Brunson. I know they re-signed Kyrie Irving. I see that Kyrie Irving thing being a disaster because everywhere Kyrie goes, it's a disaster. I think we all know that. That's a guy. And one other guy that I have on my wish list, and this is more of a, man, if this happens, and I, I don't know if it will happen, but it probably won't happen. But I have Jalen Brown as a Mm, Jalen Brown, I don't think is really that realistic because I don't think the Celtics would trade in division with the Knicks. Although they did trade Garnett and Pierce to Brooklyn, but that was under Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge ain't there no more. True. I True. thought of that the other day. What other star do you have in mind? It was Luca. It was Luca. Yeah. So you it, now now let's 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 stick with this. We have the assets. And I think Dallas will be a little bit better, so we'll probably get their pick. Because remember, that's the top ten projected. I like think Dallas would at least make the play-in, assuming everything is healthy with Luca and Kyrie. If they work together, I'm sure they'll 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 be good enough to make the play-in. So we'll get their pick. We also have Washington's pick. If they're if um, Washington could be a little bit competitive, but 
I'm not banking on that, but if they they're competitive, we get their pick. Um, we have Detroit's pick, but they're not going to be good, so they're probably not. We're not probably going to get their pick. Um, but we we do got some picks to trade in the next year's coming draft, and we have our own pick. So we have we have ammunition to get players though that we want to because we know that all the all we're not going to be keeping all those draft picks. Well, let's be honest. They have oh to no. Be for something. So they have to be able to, you're, you're, you don't acquire draft picks to keep. You acquire draft picks to trade. That, that's how it works. So I'm keeping the most likely one, probably Joel, because he did say in a recent interview that he wants to win in Philly or somewhere else. Mm. He did say somewhere else. And the betting odds have had the Knicks as one of the favorites to land Joel Embiid. And if you put Joel Embiid, Madison, with Jalen Brunson, that is a match made in heaven because everybody around the league loves Jalen Brunson. You put Jalen Brunson with Joel Embiid, oh, match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. Like, you're like, because you have a guy, Joel Embiid, that could be a 25 and, and 15 guy. You have, you have Jalen Brunson. We know how good he is. And then you have him and RJ Barron's not your third guy, and you still and you know and you still have other pieces too. I mean, Madison, like, or you get Giannis and you have Giannis with Jalen Brunson? Because we all know that Julius Randle will have to go in any pick because the money's have to match. Exactly. Come on. Come on. Come on. Like we all know that if, if they're going to trade, if they're gonna trade for those two guys. Randall has to be included in the trade because monies have to work. And we all know that Fournier is going to get traded because he's gone and it's an inspiring contract because there's a team option. So you're going to get another likely draft asset to add. So the Knicks are going to have a lot of draft assets. They have some young players. Yeah, we Obi Toppin was a that, – that sucked. But I'm telling you, Knicks have the pieces, the young players – to pull off a trade for those big stars. And this is as healthy as the Knicks been because the Knicks have been the, oh, we want a star, but they'll never get one. But Madison, our dreams could be a reality in the next 12 to 18 months. I agree 100% on all of that. But the one thing I disagree with you about, there's one thing. Okay. Giannis, I would pick Giannis over Embiid in terms of most likely guy because... Giannis is a free agent sooner than Embiid, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh yes, that's right. That's true, because he did not. You're right. So I would probably go for Giannis if Giannis does not sign his extension. Because there's no indication that Giannis has agreed to his extension yet. Exactly. That's why I put Giannis ahead of Embiid on the list. Only because the extension thing. But I understand why you originally went with Embiid because of the Kentucky ties and and Wes and Leon Rose. So I understand why you went there, but I'd go Giannis because of the extension not being agreed upon yet. Okay, one more thing uh, before... Uh, wait, what was that? I was going to say, um, I know this is unlikely, but do you think Cleveland will trade Donovan Mitchell? Because it doesn't seem like Donovan Mitchell wants to pay Cleveland. That wouldn't shock me. I listen to Bill Simmons a lot, and he's thrown that idea around because he's a big believer in Garland and Mobley, and he's very high on Mobley, and... I mean, Bill's not always right, but he sometimes gets the right ideas. So, like, I wouldn't be shocked if Mitchell's, like, an unexpected name um, available, but that's not somebody I would acquire. I'd rather Same. go for Luca or Giannis or... 
um, and Mitch, be... Mitch will be a guy. Mitch will be a guy that I would add secondary, not to, not prior. He'd be a secondary guy. He's but a secondary guy. With, if you put Mitchell with all the names that we mentioned, I would be inclined to do that. Yes, and one more secondary guy. That's my dream secondary guy. I mean, some people won't even look at him as a secondary guy because I think a lot of people underrate this guy and. Maybe I'm overrating this guy. I really love Pascal Siakam. I love Pascal. I think if you put, and I think he's another secondary guy that, again, if you have the star, like we all know Brunson's a star. Yep. If you add the alpha star with Brunson and then you bring in Pascal, that's a very, uh, that's a championship team. If you bring in like a Giannis with, with, um, with Jalen Brunson and then you acquire Pascal, Tell me that's not a championship team. That's a championship caliber team if it's Giannis, Pascal, and Brunson. Or Embiid, Brunson, and Pascal. Or even Luka, Pascal, and Brunson. So my favorite secondary guy is by far Siakam. And then you can even throw in Randall in one of those tra in a trade for Pascal too because of the positional thing. You, 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 what you could do is you could throw in Pascal with Randall, and you throw in a couple of picks, and then you can go all big with Luca or whoever, and you throw in a bunch of picks, and you throw in some young players, and then bam. Then you have, then you have a big championship team, but then you'll worry about the roster afterwards. And then you'll have a star, you have two big stars, because Brunson's a star, you'll add the alpha star, another star, and a secondary guy, and you cannot tell me you can't tell me, Madison, that team can drive championship caliber team. That's a team that's a favorite to win the East. Exactly. It is. All right, before we go, we're saying you're talking about basketball trades. Um, Where things stand right now, Mets losing one nothing to the Red Sox, bottom of the first. Yankees up one nothing against the Royals, bottom of the second. Do you? Th I think the Mets will probably trade David Robertson. You would think so, right? Yes, I think I think the Mets will trade... David Robinson, I think Mark Cannell will probably get traded. Um, the Yankees are a wait and see. If the Yankees fall flat on their face and then they fall flat face against the Mets, I can see the Yankees actually selling some pieces. Like, I can see them trading Bader and some other pieces as well. Um, I think the Yankees are more of a wait and see, but I definitely think the Mets, regardless, they would have to trade Robinson and they have to trade Canna, and I th and I think Tommy Fan will probably get traded as well. And I think what's going to happen is they're going to get some they're going to get some prospects back. And I think once the Mets hire, um, I think it's going to be David Stearns. That's probably what they're going to get. And then they can go from how they're going to address their roster. I don't think Otani gets traded. I think um, Otani's probably going to go with the Dodgers, and, and the Mets will probably be the second team. I would think. He would go, but it will probably be if Otani gets traded anywhere. I got a surprise team. If Otani does get traded, I would be shocked to get traded to the Baltimore Orioles. They have a ton of prospects. They have one, they have a top five farm system in baseball. The Orioles are rolling, and if you add Otani into that mix, the Orioles are legit. Yes, they are. Um, the O's have the assets to get them. I did my predictions. For the trade deadline, um, or not for the trade deadline, for, for the second half of the season last week on the podcast, and I had Otani to the Philadelphia Phillies as like a surprise 
a contender. No, no one in the media is talking about Otani with Philadelphia. That's a big market team. You want Otani in a big market. Philadelphia, Dave Dombrowski, don't forget he's in charge of Philadelphia. He thinks big things all the time. So don't sleep Trader on Dave. that one. Trader Dave. That Trader Dave, Dave, baby. Yeah. That's where I think he goes if he's traded next week. Um, another team that I'll throw into the mix, um, I could I could see I could see he's not getting traded to the Dodgers. I could see Baltimore. Um I I could see um I know you're gonna think like this ain't gonna happen, but I've been hearing Otani to the game. Now I, I've I, heard I, it I don't too. think it's happening either, Madison. But if you throw in Dominguez, Peraza, um, not not Peraza, Ever, Everson Peraza, um, you throw in Andrews Campbell, you throw in Chase Hampton, you throw in Spencer Jones, you throw in Glaber Torres, you throw in pretty much the Yankees, three of their top 100 prospects, and you throw in Glaber Torres, I think that gets it done. Wow. So you think they can do it without giving up Anthony Volpe? Yes. Wow. Jason Dominguez, Spencer Jones. Okay. And, I know I'm going to throw, throw in Austin Wells. Okay, I'm that's necessary. I will, throw, I will throw in Chase Hampton. I will throw in Clayton Bieber. I like Clayton Bieber. Yeah, Bieber is one of the top Yankee pitchers in their front. Yep. And then I'll throw in, like, um, uh, I said Hampton, and I'll throw in them Andres Campro, and I'll throw in Everson Perot. So that's seven. So that's pretty much... I'm throwing at least five top prospects. Top prospects. And then they'll do it without even adding Volpe. That gets it done. And you're throwing Glaber Torres because at least Glaber Torres is major league ready. He's actually having a decent season. That gets it done. Alrighty. So that's just a fun way to close out the show. I have another guest following you to do horse racing. My buddy Jeff Burns, who you probably have heard on my show before. Yep. Um, I've heard of him. Yep, he's going to come on do uh, the Haskell with me. We're going to go over to horse racing for the weekend up at Monmouth Park in Jersey. We'll talk about the Yankee-Mets situation, and we'll talk Saquon with him as well. So stay tuned and listen out for that one. So, James, it was a pleasure to have you on, and hopefully we'll have you on come August to talk some other stuff that's going on. Yes, yes, can't wait. Thank you, Madison. Anytime. Have a good one.